It is a period of civil discourse. Fans of the Mission to Zix podcast have banded together to devote even more time to the Mission to Zix podcast by talking about it in a long-format fan podcast. This is the Zix Fancast. Zix Fancast, where we will be talking about episodes of the wonderful science fiction podcast Mission to Zix. Today we are discussing episode 211, Schmorby and the Beast, featuring Bobby Moynihan. Short synopsis, the crew returns to a hostile planet, hoping for a warmer welcome. C-53 and Dar dig into some uh, YA. Plague finds a dance partner and Nermit takes a personal day. Uh, we're your hosts, Rebecca. And Brandon. And we have a very special guest today. Introduce yourself. Hey, hello, everybody. My name is Freddie. Yay. Fred- I'm Woo! on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Freddie Wong. Freddie Wong. Thank you for going, taking everybody? time. To- yeah. yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah. No. Mm. Absolutely. How's Just, you know, mm. hanging out and trying to avoid touching anything. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, what's your what's everyone's <laughs> lockdown situation like? Here in Los Angeles, everyone's basically not paying attention to it for the most part. I took a walk mm. around my neighborhood and was mm. delighted to find my local bars like all fairly full. <laughs> oh. Well, they've just yeah. announced that uh, they are officially closing all of the pubs in Britain from tomorrow. So, it's that, pretty dire here. That sounds like a national crisis for Britain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, we've cancelled the football, we've cancelled the pubs, what are we supposed to do? <laughs> yeah, what, what's left? Uh, what is left? Yeah. I mean, you know, we've bought, you know, 100 packs of How many times can you put yeah. the kettle on before the yeah. kettle doesn't work? <laughs> oh, God, don't, don't, don't give me a panic attack like this. <laughs> <laughs> don't use kettles. <laughs> Health advisor. No. Uh, okay. <laughs> what about you? What's, what's it like mm. where you're at? Uh, I live in uh, Maryland, sort of near DC, and it okay. is. There's a lot of cases dead. in DC, as I, if I recall, right? There, there are cases in my county and stuff like that. So, like, haha, haha, <laughs> not just only going to work, and that's basically it. Yeah, but if my, mm-hmm. if my knowledge of American geography is about right, you pretty much are. It's pretty much like big, wide, suburby kind of areas outside DC, isn't it? Yeah, currently. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's not too bad. I mean, I'm in the middle yeah. of a big city, but LA is, um, you know, LA LA is pretty spread out. But uh, yeah, compared to New York or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah that is kind of a, a difference, I think, over here. But yeah, no, it's 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 not bad. It is again, it is concerning to see how many people here are just like, whatever, we'll be fine. That's like, well. I think they will be. I think we will be for at least another week, based on the kind mm. of numbers that we're posting up. But it is sort of like, hey, maybe we should all not go out <laughs> yeah I, I i was saying i fully expect there to be like a podcast renaissance around a quarantine because see, i don't like... know i see i don't know like that's that's the gonna be the bet that's my bet this week with everybody else on the other podcast that we do which is i think podcasts are mostly a commute listening thing and if you're at home you're not gonna put a podcast on you're gonna boot up your steam library or, or watch netflix or something Ooh. you know mm. well, maybe not for listening but maybe for producing Oh, oh! I see what you're saying. Oh, yeah, yeah. Everyone just cooped up with their microphones. <laughs> yeah, what else are I they going to do? That. I could see that. <laughs> yep. Yeah, let's see. Let's see how many episodes we can crank out this week, Brendan. Yeah. 
<laughs> if I don't have to go to work. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, no. Uh, oh, this is a fan cast, isn't it? <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. We... Mm. Uh, Make sure to listen to the episode first, and if you haven't, uh, what, what are you doing here? I, mm. There's no reason for this. I yeah. can't, this is the whole point. You're missing the whole goddamn point. <laughs> uh, and we're also probably going to be spoiling some of the more recent episodes. Uh, mm. Episode 404 has come out as we we're recording this, so mm-hmm. yeah. be prepared. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah, Freddie. Um, one of the re- reasons we reached out to you is because you've you've talked about Mission to Zix on a story break uh, at least a few yeah. times. Yeah. Um, how- no. So, oh no, go ahead. I was going to ask. Um, so, how long have you been a fan? You know, what, what got you into it? Let me let me see. So, our so this was okay. Let me try to think. I'm trying to think about like where when when we started with this. Uh, this was <laughs> before last year i was coming in like season two ish i think Mm -hmm. Mm. yeah yeah somewhere in there and part of it was i was spending a bit of time just researching audio drama uh podcast just looking around and seeing who what's being done in in the space and obviously mission six came up um there's a few other ones uh uh uh, what was uh hold on let me just make sure i get the name right one second (laughs) okay yeah uh including uh, other ones included like wooden overcoats uh nice obviously the original um bbc hitchhiker's guide is like the oh nice sort of yeah main focus point that everybody references so we were looking at audio drama stuff because this was in preparation for doing uh our D&D podcast Dungeons and Daddies not a BDSM podcast and I just (laughs) wanted to see what people were doing both in the D&D side and then also in the audio drama side uh and and then on on the side the other thing was that you know for for us doing film and television audio drama and we were hearing kind of whispers that places like Spotify and and Audible were looking at you know, paying for scripts of stuff, and in in Hollywood, mm-hmm. if anybody pays for you to sit down and write something, you, your ears mm-hmm. perk right up. That yes, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> Money, so that's right. Yeah, exactly. So that's that's what we were, that's what we were looking at. And uh, Mission is ex- and you know, I listened to during that like you know few months of just kind of intensively listening to stuff. I listened to a lot of stuff, and not a lot of stuff stuck with me you know mm. a lot of stuff was you know good to listen to and kind of be like oh that's interesting but just wasn't interesting for me as a as a listener but zix definitely zix definitely was like all right okay i'll see I'll, I'll stick around with this and i've stuck around with it um and then and then this was like before you know we heard they were joining max fun and all that stuff I'm like ah oh, yes the perfect group of people to be joining max fun mm-hmm. um so yeah oh yeah this was this was our that that's that's the story um so it's been, <laughs> been a little bit definitely not like one of the original original folks and i feel like the original original folks are people who are probably in the new york comedy scene more likely you know just yeah, because of yeah. who they who they pull from and, and 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 all that so yeah that's that's been the that's been that's been my story with uh, Mission Six, and there's a reason I think that I keep sticking along with it, um, even though so many other podcasts drop off the map. And I think that that's mm. I think podcasts oh, are. Yeah. I was I was joking with a friend of mine, which is like, what do you think is harder to get someone to listen to a podcast that you recommend, or to get someone to watch a Netflix show you recommend? Because both I of think... those are nearly Ugh. impossible, and I, I think, think podcasts just... are harder. <laughs> I, I agree, like, but it just edges it out depending on what it is. Like, it's just yeah, like, barely. 
Barely. Sometimes you can get somebody to be like, oh, I really like this random show, and you are already like scrolling through, and it comes up, and you're like, eh. Yeah. That's was... that's a better chance. <laughs> I've been on a, an away job for the last couple of months where I, um, I was in charge of you know driving the, the van to and from site every day. So this meant I was in charge of the radio, and I forced the people in my van <laughs> to listen to podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> so I've, I have converted some of my colleagues into podcast listeners. <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say po- podcasts are tough because, you know, it, it, especially if you're in a car ride, it's like you have to really curate it, you know, because um, mm. you can't just play like a long hour long podcast if you have a 20 minute drive. Like, yeah, you have to really be careful to make sure that they get all the, the juice of it in the time. Otherwise, you just piss people off. <laughs> yeah. like who is this character i have no idea what they're doing yeah definitely it's, it's tough yeah so just before we actually get into the episode do you have a favorite character you're willing to disclose oh favorite character um i gotta say it's got i gotta say i'm a nermit fanboy. Oh. mostly for Ooh. two for two reasons one uh it is always incredibly hilarious to me whenever <laughs> seth lynn does the ad reads for this american mm. life yeah or whenever he does just like a normal like you know what i mean like whenever he shows up on this american life like i cannot unhear this yeah. <laughs> anymore which is so good like that is like alone because you know ira glass is ira glass is great but like if if you got nermit doing an ad read for this american life it just cracked <laughs> me up um Oh, that gosh. and then also I always enjoy I always enjoy the characters that are like socially clueless <laughs> and like totally like unaware of and, and I think they get honestly I just think they get the best stuff for Nerva to do, especially with like Mel and everything. It's just <laughs> there's always there's always good background gags with Nermit. You, he never yeah, he's overst- always just <laughs> he never overstays his welcome you know what i mean like it's, doesn't he's pull always focus. Just kind of in yeah but doesn't pull focus <laughs> doesn't doesn't overstay his welcome and then also the sound design bit that they do with his little clattery like almost oh, his little, manic yeah, his little claws. It's, yeah it's almost yeah. like manic it's like like and then kind of going left and right it's like it's skitter, so skitter, skitter. yeah mm. it's kind of like it'd be a freaky horror sound if it wasn't paired with with you know what i mean like Nervous. it'd be a yeah exactly <laughs> And then the secret life. It's just there's so much going on there where he is always kind of a underdog, um, including, you know, the fact that the name, you know, is shared and nobody remembers him. It's just there's so much. Good, <laughs> oh, yeah. There's just so much. Good no, 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 not you, like, the he's, emperor. <laughs> yeah, he's just constantly getting shit on, which is, I think, mm-hmm. just the funniest. It's the best. Um, so, yes. yeah, I got to say Nermit out of everybody. Okay. Cool. Okay, good. What a scoop. <laughs> And uh, what is your favorite episode, if you don't mind us? Oh God! Um, hold on, let me pull. Let me pull I got. Let we me pull the we recently got to do. Uh, I'm I'm gonna field one for you because this is my favorite. Uh, Alan Resurrection. Mm. And we got uh, Jr. to come on the Grower Minds and like talk about it. And oh my God! Hold on, let me pull up. Some, let me. Just, I'm just gonna pull up the episode lists just because I want to make sure I get the. Um, oh, for I sure. Make sure I get the uh, the title right. Oof. Wait, is there another wiki? Come on, where's the wiki at? Where's my wiki at? Wiki, but uh, <coughs> we're behind on updating it. <laughs> um, honestly, the one that I use to get people in on it mm-hmm. is uh, Gert Milk 108. Oh, nice. Um, okay. Just because uh, 
that bartender gag and stuff like well, that. Well, the, the the bartender gag, but then also uh, uh, Peter three and like mm. honestly, I think out of so like the out of like again, just to get kind of analytical, out of the first run of episodes, I feel like they're just they're trying to be, obviously like any show, they're trying to figure out what their thing is and kind of their structure. And honestly, I think one hundred eight is like the first episode where they really lock into just the combination of really funny improv going mm. places that you don't expect. And then also just a good kind of sci-fi premise and a, a subversion of a character that you've seen in sci-fi before, like the cool, mm. right? Like it's the Boba Fett, cool bounty hunter, but, um, <laughs> but, but yeah, but, like, it's it, not. Like, but the guy's like, but there's so many good, just like reveals on it that, yeah. So that's the one that I've gotten the most success with even just getting people into the show. Um, mm. just because I think Zach Cherry is so good, uh, at, at, good. at locking, at locking into, you know, what the show is about at being very subtle with his improv and then also in very much conducting kind of the direction that it goes and constantly throwing, uh, the cast for a little bit of a loop in terms of just like the reveals in terms of just a step at a time, like how he kills like right? Like how he's like, Oh yeah, I just wait for them to die. Like, it's so good. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so honestly, that one, that was the one I go to. That was the one. And also the, that was the one where the moment it finished, I pulled over to look up Zach Cherry because yeah, I was like, who is this guy? This guy's really good. <laughs> just uh, dead petting yes. the shit out of this. Yeah. It's like, there. he's so, uh, yeah. It was just, it, it, even, even just from an improv standpoint, that was the one that impressed me the most. So it, it's an early one. Um, and I, and then I would say, honestly, um, uh, Brendan Lee, uh, Brendan Lee Murray's episode in uh which one was that one second oh, the most recent here. one uh hold on let me just make sure i get the yeah, yeah i was that... gonna say the mission of zix site is down right now oh my god oh. it truly is the end time yeah and the, it was in the last it was in the last season um yeah the last the last oh, season um malice and chains I yeah 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 malice and chains 318 uh yeah. brennan obviously is Again, it's it's any time they're able to find someone who's willi- willing, really able to like tap into, and and run with how weird the universe can be, mm. um, and to play in the sci-fi conceit. Those are the ones that are that are like always impressive to me. And then, yeah. um, and then obviously, yeah, one, <laughs> I was gonna say he he really got me like with a light of like, oh wow, how crazy is that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> just yeah, yeah, like yeah. what a coincidence. <laughs> This whole show is just subverting tropes, and it's just wonderful. Yeah, and I think the more they lean into it, the better. And then, honestly, I think three nineteen pump up the justice is just like that. that oh that run, damn! Oh, yes, that yes. run of, yes. is such a good. Um, again, I, I don't know if anyone else has done it, but like the call, like the call in text thing was just like yeah, that a, was great. It was a oh, fun yeah. sort of lens shift in terms of in terms of all that stuff. Um, yeah, those I think honestly those are the ones that that are. Uh, up on the top of my list here i'm just like quickly going through the rest of these um yeah nice okay nice. well um becca do you have any more questions i i otherwise no, no. i think we'll just get right into the episode yeah please okay so um we start out not like normal because they're starting a book club or mm. they're in a book club instead of being like hey see or anything like that yeah <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> No, which is good. Right? Like anytime they can get. Th- By the way, I want to say that uh, when you introduce this, the only way I can hear this with uh, with Bobby Moynihan is with Bobby Moynihan. Like it's 
I know. Just because of his time on Saturday Night Live, like it was that was one that was really cracked me up. Just because I was like, oh my god, like one, it's just I think it's awesome, and two, I think he is honestly like a real foundational cast member on Saturday Night Live. So it's cool oh, yeah. to see him. It's cool to see him and hear him in this other context. And I think it shows, right? I think his time on com- in terms of his timing and in terms of how he how he plays his character is just like it was so good anyway sorry i just wanted to just jump oh yeah no here. he <laughs> he plays off of him like so well here just to be like he, just that subtle like fucking with you when you get like high level improv i feel yes like. exactly it is almost like a meta improv yes um and that's why like you know a lot of like good improv teams it's always kind of just like well you could break the yes and rule if it's hilarious yeah and you know yeah, each yeah. other yeah exactly exactly but yeah, yeah. Uh, but so, they're in a book club yes. reading the stars fault. Yeah. So that's, that's a play on the, the fault in our stars, right? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yes, it is. Have you guys read, <laughs> read it or seen the film? No, no, I haven't. Even though mm. I like, I've gone to VidCon and like, I've, I've met, uh, I've met the green, which what is it? John or it's John, right? John wrote it. <laughs> you could say anything. I'd believe it, but yep. Yep. <laughs> I feel, I just, I feel bad. You know what it was is that I was I just think that like there's a whole genre of YA that I definitely feel like I'm just too old for, you know? I get that. Yeah. It's just like now it's just like what who <laughs> there's all sorts of things out there. I mean, like, I heard can't... it's really well written. I like I heard it's good. I heard it's really good. It's just also, you know what it is? It's like there's certain books and movies that you have to be mentally prepared for it. Like I loved, yeah. I loved, loved 12 years a slave. If you said, Hey, let's watch 12 years a slave. Like right now I'd be like, you know what? I need to be, I have to be in a <laughs> I mood. To- <laughs> I got to be like in a, you know what I mean? I need to be in a mental state oh, no. like- for this one. Yeah. And then There's I just, so many, and then this was, yeah. and this was like teens dying of stuff. And I'm like, you know what? I just need to be <gasps> in a mood to, to, to yeah. consider to this one, that. to absorb these like, you know cancer teens you know yeah. and i'm not saying and i'm sure it's great i'm sure it's amazing i'm sure that i would be enriched by it but same with if i <laughs> ate more vegetables i need to be you know what i mean like that's all there's a time for vegetables there's a time for that that's no, all I'm uh saying. what I- there's uh, lots of stuff on Netflix right now that I'm just like my my consumption has honestly gotten to be like much much lighter and stupider just because yeah. like oh a hundred percent general stress in the world and all that kind of stuff so like literally like um and uh, this wasn't my idea but I haven't exactly said no I now have watched pretty much all of all of the housewives uh, shows oh just because okay. it's been on while a baby's oh. been around like it's not you know yeah just you one can't of those you can't sink your teeth into anything if you're taking care of a kid like that could be oh, interrupted no. at any point and right? i'm just so basically just like yeah look up and be like damn it vicky and then go back down <laughs> that's that's pretty much all i have the mental space for right now yeah that's fair yeah even good shows i'm just like oh that sounds great not right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so yes, <laughs> um, I quickly um googled like the the plot for the Fault in Our Stars just to see if it, like anything from this episode was even based on it. Not a thing. <laughs> yeah, that kind of makes sense. Yeah, yeah. They, they have to save all the references for Dave Matthews and stuff like. Yeah, that. of course. <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite thing about this podcast is like, what is their weird? 
Like every every group of people will have like a weird set of in jokes. Like what is their weird set of in jokes? Dave Matthews Band jokes is one hundred percent top of that list. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that I mean, I I feel like they just slip in just random things and see like does this play? Like apparently like half the crew hates Dave Matthews Band jokes. <laughs> I think it's just like Shane Alden and Jeremy <laughs> that are yeah. all, the only three people. I think when Justin was on, he was also just like super into it, and they had to cut a bunch more Dave Matthews <laughs> references. They said just because like <laughs> he was just like, ah, oh, don't drink the water because there's skeletons in it. You know, I feel like I need to listen to some Dave Matthews now just just to understand. <laughs> I tried to, but you know, I mean, Dave Matthews <laughs> is a very specific high school. It's a very, and I will say also a very American high school. Okay. thing you know right. like it's like everybody okay. this is what like is this is for me growing up it was like everybody who learned to play guitar in high school like had a dave matthews band thing like they had nice. they knew at least one of them it's a i guess like right like it's like oasis wonder wall it's like i was gonna say yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they they always have like they kind of hit that thing where the guitar stuff is a little more complicated so it feels like you're you know doing something harder Plus, all the ladies are into it because he's got that cross appeal. I came from, I, I was born in, and went to high school up in Seattle, and he, I think, is based out there. I think I had a friend of a friend who like babysat for him, so it was like kind of like a Seattle thing, you know. So, well, they're in Virginia, but I guess he was living up there at the time or whatever. Um, yeah. So, and also, I guess they have like a kind of live show, fish jam band kind of thing yeah. going. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. It just if it you probably do listen- was like. Sorry, yeah, go ahead. If you do listen to anything, you just go through just 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 give a just give a listen through Under the Table and Dreaming. That's the like the main like their big one. Um okay. it's like, you know, it's like listening to Joshua Tree by U2. You know, I mean like U2 is not for everybody, but if you want to get a good sense of <laughs> yeah. if you want to get a good sense of what the band is like kind of all about, that's the one to, like, you know. All right, I'll make a note. It and then I get it, you know. But I feel like also like the reason why I haven't watched The Fault in Our Stars because I'm like, I feel like I get enough just absorbing tangentially from society <laughs> that like it's been referenced enough that I sort of get yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But anyways, yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah they they're all very excited <laughs> about this book. Plek sort of started reading it, but yeah, apparently Bardi has it on audiobook oh. because she narrated it. Yes. I was gonna mention that she's listening to her own narrated audiobook, but like I get that. <laughs> I mean, for some reason, you know, she's read it, I guess, but you know, yeah, it makes you wonder also, just how her memory works if she doesn't remember what she read. Like, did also, she delete it to make space? Or yeah, de- mm. Devil's Advocate. How would she read a physical book? Like, I, I guess they, hold, they, they would have to hold it up to something because you can see <laughs> yeah. that, right? Like. She has. It's, they establish that she has the sense. She has senses, like she can feel them running around. Right, so mm, she kind of yeah. has like sensors and all that. But does uh, she just like the book? Does she? I, I like my head kid, It has to include like mechanical arms that just come down from the ceiling or something like that. So, like... <laughs> See, I think this is yeah. I think it's one of those ones where it's the it's the you filling in the blanks is for the fun of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If Baji had mechanical arms, surely she would have smacked Plek at least once by this point. Yeah, there'll be more physical. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. She just she just like opens hatches and dumps things on him from time to time. Yeah, but, you know. yeah. 
Mm. Uh, but yeah, anyways. <laughs> so uh, one thing I did want to point out is that uh, apparently it's a YA novel, and apparently mm. that instructs AIs on how to show and feel compassion. Yeah, I had that <laughs> highlighted as well. Is this not something that AIs have inherently programmed into their code? I, guess not. <laughs> I mean that's that's the thing like it did okay now now i'm getting a uh, like ais probably have if you're mass producing them they have the same basic like base code and yeah. then if you want them to be murder bots you feed them military code and if you want them yeah. to be socially accepted members of society i guess you feed them ya novels yeah that's I mean, true. That, that's about right that is how you program teenagers <laughs> oh that's true <laughs> You know, um, and I mean, like they—they they also actually. Yeah, if you want, up, if you want teenagers to be good, right? You give them all the good, the books and everything. If you want them to be bad, you just let them loose on YouTube and throw them down the rabbit hole there. Ooh. Give them the Anarchist Cookbook or something like that. <laughs> to be fair, did you read the Anarchist Cookbook? I haven't, and I read if it. Anybody should. I probably should. An, well, well, an ex of mine had a PDF copy, so I flicked through it, but uh... <laughs> it was um. It was a what a weird artifact of a time when the internet wasn't around to verify stuff. Because as I understand it, most of the stuff in there was just like teenagers made up shit. And they <laughs> oh, don't shit. work. Like it does not work. Like most of the stuff in there just straight up does not work or just like is clearly a theoretical like this is how you can huh. get away with steel. And it was just like then looking at it now, you're just like, this is written by some edgelord teenager who thinks this is how you get away with crime. And because it was around the internet before anybody could really like debunk it or verify it, it just kind of like lasts and survived and it becomes this like mythical tome from times long past. But it's pretty dumb. That's like there's so one funny. like I remember like, like I remember uh, <laughs> like we tried doing the the match heads in the tennis ball thing. It didn't work. And I was like, this is stupid. <laughs> wow. Uh, I mean, fair I, enough. There's there's got to be. I mean. I heard something about there being, like, a real version and some, like, it, you, the ones that are, you're actually able to get or something. So maybe somebody just, like, goofed it at some point. Oh, mm. maybe. But it just it's just very much – it just – when you read it now, like, I'm telling you, go track it down and read it now. It's just, like, it reads so much like teenagers trying to be cool and edgy. It's so funny. <laughs> that I just Here's didn't pick it up at the time. crime. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's just all like, hey, you could get arrested. Yeah. It makes me wonder if there's like a Clint version that they all pass around on like a memory stick between themselves. <laughs> wait, that hack. Wait, Clint's are Clint's making also their armor and ammunition and stuff like that. It doesn't sound like the you know most well-run operation. They are canonically dumb as hell. Yeah, purpose. exactly. So one of them probably like wrote a version of this and just they just pass it around on memory sticks. Oh god, a Clint like disinformation campaign. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they <Okay>. are children. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alright. Yeah. yeah, wait, what happens yeah. if you give this book to Clint's? Oof. What happens if you give the, the stars fall to Clint's? <laughs> oh no. Anyways. I wonder, I wonder what books Miss Janelle read to them when they were you now fresh out of the tube. <laughs> <laughs> Also, she'd have to read a lot of books to a lot of Clint's. Yeah. No, no, she just gets them all sort of sat in a circle around herself, you know, legs crossed while she, you know, she reads to them. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> I'm here but, for this uh, wholesome Janelle. 
Yes. <laughs> but um, instead of doing, instead of reading the book, Pleck has just been meditating on the space. Oh no! And they pull up a clip. <laughs> it's just him going. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I mean, you know, if you have no concept of how to meditate, <laughs> just as going, a guess, oh. it's not quite on, but it's like it's a noise. It, it, I mean, okay, you're defending Plex meditating on the space right now, and uh, it's still, oh god, it sees just like, oh, honk, <laughs> just what pokes him in the eye. <laughs> yeah, yeah, on brand. And this is something I remember that uh, Shane uh, shared with us. He that he added in a little squelch noise to the eye poke, <laughs> just to be like, oh, there's a bug in there, you know. <sighs> Oh, I need to interesting. Because that's his keck eye, yeah. Yeah, oh, interesting. Mm. The sound he, production. Woof. Yeah. Mm. I mean, Shane puts in like 40 hours an episode on the on the main episodes. like At least. <laughs> it's nuts. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is it, it, that actually also very, you know, in, in, in listening to this stuff, very much stood out to me in terms of Zix compared to everybody else. Just like, oh boy, they putting in the work. And then also I think, you know, having listened also to a bunch of Audible stuff, like I don't know if any other even audiobooks are really and you know, and listening to like comes you know, and honestly the the world of what, the Doctor Who mm. audio dramas, mm. um probably the best audio drama out there, which is again, sound design wise, very light, uh 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 cabin pressure and all the Finnamore mm. stuff. Mm. Like they don't come nearly as close to the amount of work and, and kind of detail oh, yeah. that gets showed up here, which is, I think is interesting because yeah, it's just, it's such a, it's such a, it's such a unique sort of uh, sounding thing yeah. in, in, out of all of them. Oh, yeah. And it, like, that's the thing that they, they fill every moment. They, that makes sense with like something, you know, mm. to be like, Oh, we're walking here. Like walk, you know, tap, 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 you know, footsteps or like, uh, there's times where like Shane will just add in environmental things, mm, yeah, um, and, like, yeah, like yeah. get the, the sound to in... go from one ear to the other, and it's just masterful. Oh yeah, like when Bino's running around, he he goes between ears, like like he's skittering like left and right of you, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's those little touches that are just like, wow, okay. It has no and reason also, being this way, good. <laughs> and also, by the way, there's a lot of. Um, there's a lot of subtle stuff that they do on the reverb channels in terms of establishing the size of whatever space you happen to be in. That's something that, that I was, you know, once you listen on headphones, yeah. you really start to notice. Uh, oh, you, yeah. you, you get a little bit in this episode, just, you know, when they're kind of in a very cavey kind of undergroundy kind yeah. of thing when they're down yes. there. Um, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a, it's also, I have, I have to imagine something that doesn't quite translate as well if you're listening in a car with the white noise of driving around, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I try if I ever at all can to like listen to it like on headphones, like at work or something like that, just yeah. to like. But I need to get, get some right proper like car. tin can headphones just for this podcast, you know? I don't care about music, but for this, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, honestly. Like, it's such a difference. Like, I listen to the, to the, um, season premiere here mm. uh, with and without headphones and it is night and day mm-hmm. it's still amazing oh 100 like... yeah, yeah, yeah no 100 <laughs> percent. it is especially the premiere this last yeah yeah on headphones is almost a requirement yeah mm-hmm. but um <laughs> yeah. while they're doing that uh they get a call from nermit nermit calls but, uh, and yeah. uh nermit is 
they, they're like, hey, are you? Did you read the book? What, oh, what book? It's like, Ooh. see, once again, it's more, it's more shitting on Nervin. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, this is clearly just like Dar being like, let's not include Nermit because it's like <laughs> oh, a yeah, weird X sort of thing. <laughs> that also that relationship is is incredible. Oof. The the dynamics of just like weirdly like poking at your ex is just amazing. Yeah, and also I think a lot of the, and a lot of the fun of that whole situation is again because you don't see it's like you know the best I think in audio drama the best jokes are ones where you have to it, it kind of goes two ways and this is kind of what we realized listening to both Cabin Pressure and Hitchhiker's Guide is kind of the two exemplars of the of the. Um, genre which is you either have to have your environment so boring and so obvious that you don't need to see it and in fact if it was a tv show or a play it would be completely uh unnecessary so cabin pressure is that because the whole thing just takes place in the you know it just takes place on a small airplane and they're in the cabin of an airplane they're kind of just looking out flying in the air with nothing to do and that's that's like that's it's about what they're talking about and it doesn't you'll need to see the world that they're in or yeah. it's so fantastical that if you try to capture it, it becomes less funny. So I think, you know, mm. in, in, and in the case of uh, uh, the best bits of Hitchhiker's Guide, they talk about how Zaphod Beeblebrox has two heads. And they're like, why did we give him two heads? Because like <laughs> every movie and every show then attempts to do the second head. And you're just like, this looks like. This looks like garbage. It doesn't, it doesn't work, <laughs> you know, and because they don't have the they don't have the things in place for it, and so the the TV thing looks like looks really bad. It, so, but it's much funnier if you just imagine, you're like, yeah, yeah, two heads. You have it exactly. Yeah. You know exactly what it's yeah, supposed cool. to look like in your head. Exactly. And I think that the the Dar and Nermit relationship works in the same way because you're like, how are they even like physically <laughs> getting to? And it's like, no, no, no. You don't. You it's whatever's in your head is funnier than if they attempted. To oh yeah. Write. The small amount they've like. Done so yeah, they like, teased. Yeah. Is, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but it's just like, uh, okay. Just <laughs> make it work. Yeah, yeah exactly. Moving on. It's just, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fade to black. <laughs> Something happened. We're not going to talk about it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, because he's not on the ship. They didn't include him. Oh. He does give him a mission to go to Flurp. Though. Yes, a cool mission to back to somewhere first mentioned in uh, <coughs> season one, mission. episode one. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, no, that's that's where they open up, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's them running away from the first mission. Yep. Oh, interesting. So I, I think this Wait, is our I, first proper callback. Yes. No. Yeah. It's season one, episode one. I went back and listened. <laughs> Excellent. Well. Yeah. But yeah, no, that's the one where they, um, and they bring this up. They may hate us personally. Uh, yeah. And they're the reason they they hate the Federated Alliance. Yeah, because they sort of murdered the leader's daughter. <laughs> the uh, frozen culotte. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, oh, they're kind of a warlike culture. No, it's you can drop the like. They're they're a war culture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and also, they're like, oh yeah, they thought it was general, and also everyone else's schedules. Yeah. Yeah. Just like. But- Nermit doesn't take any of the like, hey, let's check to see if this is a real bad idea. He just like takes the missions, which I love it. He's just like, accept all. That's assuming he gets given the choice. <laughs> this is That's this is the true. mission. Just sort it out. <laughs> I I also fundamentally believe he doesn't say a goddamn thing because he's just nah. like, he doesn't want to ruin it. Nah. Oh, you're like, saying he's that he's doing so it on excited. purpose. 
Like he might. Oh even yeah, no. Know. <laughs> I think he probably knows. It's just like, yeah, it's fine. Don't worry about the quality of missions that I'm panting out to you. That's a that is an interesting theory. <laughs> I, I honestly think I, I mean I, correct me if I'm wrong, but he doesn't strike me as like pushing for better missions for the crew. Like me. to be like, oh no, we're better than that. All they. <laughs> Oh, they're not. That's the point. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. So anyway, <laughs> uh, so before but, they uh, set off, oh, yes. though, Bino, ha- of course, has Plex would say that in his mouth. He's chewing on it because he's, he's on- teething. <laughs> that is an elegant weapon, Bino. Drop it. <laughs> Bino love elegance. Bino love luxury. <laughs> <laughs> not love, love. Very important. Yep. Anyway. Bino's also another example of a character where I'm like, I do not know what this looks like, but it's very funny. You know what I mean? Like, like, yeah. like it does not make sense. I'm like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be imagining in my head, but I get it. I get the voice, and the voice is all I need. But we know, like, spiral eyes and <clears throat> weird arms and nipples. I knew you were going <laughs> to say that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Had to mention it, didn't you, Brandon? I did. I absolutely did. <laughs> Look, it's canon. We we have to deep dive here. What else are we going to do? This is true. I can't shy away. This is the fan cast. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah. uh, when they're on the planet, mm. Plectexeta, we meet again. Yes, and Again, like last time, challenge him to physical combat immediately. <laughs> he, he, he preempts it this time. Not, yep. He's not even waiting like, you didn't read the report. It's just like, do it right now, please. Yep. yep. <laughs> And Black is like, hey, I feel bad. <laughs> sees them. I feel bad about what happened. Nope, yep. sees them. <laughs> and they're just like so much grunting. Yeah, all the grunting. <laughs> so they can't even hear the name of the beast that they're going to be fed to. <laughs> the Zell. <laughs> <laughs> guys, guys, you really got to tone it down. <laughs> I love this growling bit. Just like. It's the so kind dumb. of just like, you know, the lightning in Young Frankenstein, like with Frau Blucher. Mm. Without even the... describing the characters, it tells you everything you need to know about them. Yeah. It's just like that, that like environmental sound effect, like playing off of that to be like, oh, it's summoning the effect. <laughs> Anyways. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, it's my first day. <laughs> <laughs> mm. But yes, it's a Zelna. It's a beast whose ferocity is beyond measure. Yep. He's like, so, hey, what if I challenge you to one-on-one? Nope. <laughs> that time has passed. In you go. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and, uh, yep, thrown right into the pit. Is the pit, like, is this, like, an arena, I assume, that they showed up to? It feels to me very much like the, you know, the base of Jabba's palace was kind of yeah. the image that I had in my head, you know? That makes sense. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that was sort of what I was picturing as well, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I it was just like sort of just, they are thrown in the pit, so it's not just like a trap door, which would have also been hilarious. But uh, mm. the the pit must be very close to where they are. So oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They immediately meet this guy down there. Like there's an ante room or something. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. that makes sense. But uh, oh, be careful. <laughs> He's hungry. Are he you eat the- your whole. <laughs> are you the Zelnas? I could definitely take you. So aggressive. Mm. Dara's being so fucking aggressive right now. No, it turns out he's the, the Zelnor's keeper, which he has a degree yep. in. 
Yep, has a degree in Zelda's keeping. Went to 15 <laughs> years of school. And 450,000 croons. <laughs> you don't have to make it about that. Yeah. Which is such, again, which is such a good little detail in terms of just setting up this character of like mm. this kind of loser who's paid too much for their degree and is clearly at a degree. You know what I mean? Like it's just, there's so yeah, much going on. A very specific degree. <laughs> I did a little bit of Googling here. So I worked out that that would huh. work out to 30, paying 30,000 a year. He mentioned that like most of what that was was learning how to sing. And. <laughs> If so you... it's an art school. It is, yeah. So apparently okay. a graduate degree, for example, from the Eastman School of Music at the Uni- University of Rochester would cost you about 39000 a year. <laughs> oh, yeah, but there's a 15-year degree is the problem. Oh, for sure. But I'm just saying the math tracks. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. Was it a 15-year degree or was this like, hey, I kept changing majors for like 15 years and eventually they're like uh Zelnaz studies yeah that's it I mean that's true he does mention later on that like he was a mathematician he was a scientist he was a politician yeah he said he was a senator like, yeah. at one point, like... so like just pick a subject but... dude I know but the student loans are brutal yeah oh relatable oh yeah too too real too real but uh you know yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, there's a lot of backstory. I apologize. Mm. But uh, yep, they meet this guy who's called uh, Schmorby, and Plek immediately plecks up. <laughs> yep. What's your relationship Plek. to the monster? <laughs> you guys <laughs> friends. Uh... But... Well, then also the and also the the the, <laughs> the having to walk back the sex question is so exactly. good. Oh. Yeah, it's like, so do you want to? Oh, I know what you're. What? Ask what you want to ask. No, because what? I don't. I feel like it's, <laughs> come on, Plek. He's asking you. <laughs> <laughs> no, them egging him on is so good. I know. Do do you chuck the base? Excuse me. <laughs> I, I feel bad for Plek, but them shitting on him is so goddamn funny. I know. <sighs> yeah, you need the you need to have the punching bags. Yeah. Um, him and which him is Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, for all but this most recent season, Plek has sort of been in charge of the team. Ish. Ish. <laughs> or at least he's the, like, the party face equivalent. Yeah. No, that's fair. Sort of. Yeah. Well, they fi- they kind of, right, they kind of finally address that in the latest season. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Like, yeah, they're just like, when they, when, no Dar's when, the captain. <laughs> yeah, when they, when they, when they, like, change it up, it's like, um, Plek always struck me as the dynamic of um, and this is going to sound weird, but Paul Walker in the Fast and the Furious movies, huh. which is yeah. especially in the newer ones. If you look at seven, five, six, and seven, if you really break it down, everybody has like a thing, you know, like everybody is like, yeah, Han, he's the snack guy who drifts. Like it's you know, Vin Diesel's the yeah. one that goes, you know, like. He's the the family and did all that stuff and everybody had you know Ludacris is the one that you know the tech guy right like everyone has like a thing mm-hmm. and then yeah. if you really break it down, um, he uh, Paul Walker's character Brian that doesn't doesn't have anything he's just like there that's true he's <laughs> he like, kind of there now like he but, can drive but he goes along with but, the plans or whatever but when you look mm-hmm. at all the Fast and Furious movies without him in it you're like you know what something's missing. And it's it's weird to kind of think about like it's, it's weird to think about that because you're like you know what he actually does add something he adds kind of like a baseline normalizing 
audience surrogate glue for everything. Yeah. And the and you do notice it when he's gone and you're like, man, like this just to look at it from like a perspective of does this movie work as well? It's like I'm like, this movie doesn't work as well if you don't have this like thing in there. Anyway. <laughs> so uh yeah, sorry. Yeah, talking, we? <laughs> we're at the. Uh, so do you do you jack the bass? What? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> now I feel weird for asking that. Yeah, it's just mm, like mm. you know, I didn't want you to ask me anything. I just want to make sure my beast is well kept and alive. And the yeah. problem is, you were sent down here to die, so it's always awkward for me. Yeah. Yeah. I for, mean, he says, "Sorry." Yeah. No, I was gonna say for being like the guy who has to throw, or I guess get kill people. Well. That's that's a question mark. Like, is he just down there to hang out? Well, he's the keeper. I mean, he's going to make sure the beast stays alive when there isn't, you know, people to eat. <laughs> yeah, but he also says, be careful. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, like, what is he doing? Hey, they've been building a rapport. They're getting on. <laughs> yeah, that's he, true. He zookeepers, yeah, zookeepers don't <laughs> live with their animals. <laughs> this is true. Yeah, but he mentioned that um, a little further down that, you know, they keep him down there. He's not a pretty boy up there tripping the light fantastic. <laughs> yeah. I, so, like, that's the thing. Like, he, yeah, I don't know if this is partially him just being, <clears throat> like, putting himself into self-exile. Also, is he from this planet? Because it seems like he got a very special, like, specialty degree and stuff like that. So he doesn't have mm. to be. Hmm. Interesting. Huh. Yeah. But, you he know. He mentions... That um the you know he's seen people die just from looking at it. So like, what were you imagining when he talks about this beast? Uh, you know, some sort of weird <laughs> like. I always default to like Cthulhu, but like. Oh, fair. You know, just like a weird Cthulhu that. Yeah, uh, uh, the the problem is, uh, building a headcanon for this is harder because it eats people using its anus mm. which is <laughs> that so like mm. that makes it much l- more incomprehensible to my like sanity yeah. <laughs> no that's the best detail in the entire episode because <laughs> again right that's something that you literally could not you can't avoid that like no no not only that you could not ever put that in a, like in a show or something you know what Ooh. i mean oh yeah no. That's a th- this show like without like cursing a lot is the most like explicit show sometimes. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, they're just like they talk about like tentacles going places and like you know oh yeah, yeah. jack this and you know it's it's low key NSFW <laughs> it catches it, yeah. you off guard <laughs> and also the sounds sometimes like when <laughs> like later on when when it does eat somebody. You hear like a sh- which is yeah. like, ooh, ooh, ugh. Mm-hmm. Not, not great. I mean, Freddie, what were you picturing when, when you were thinking about this beast? Oh, God. Yeah, so the I had a picture that was very similar to the one in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. But then when you get the detail about, you know, consuming with its anus, I'm like, well, mm. whatever image in my head is now out the window. <laughs> yeah. It's like <laughs> until that. Mm. I then Im- immediately pictured the back end of this beast being like the Sarlacc. Oh god! Oh god! <laughs> I guess, I guess, like a reverse Demogorgon. 
Uh, uh, <laughs> the show's nasty. <laughs> we maybe we, that that's the one thing we shouldn't deep dive into. <laughs> I mean, so to speak. Oh God! Like no one said being a fan caster was going to be easy, Brandon. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, <laughs> so, anyways, he turns out he's never told anyone his name. Like. Yeah, oh, he must so, be so lonely down there. I mean, it does seem like most of the people they throw down here, like, from the two people, the two tiny criminals that are thrown in here, they just like, I hate everything, stab, stab. So, like, you mm. know, the the quality of individual being thrown down here seems to be quite non-social. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, he probably d- doesn't get any, like, you know, Wi-Fi down there, so he can't even go on, like, Facebook or anything, you know? Uh, you know. <laughs> yeah he's That's a, a shut-in yeah. yeah nothing wrong with that he's just he's just practicing social distancing yes from <laughs> from the beast mm. it is good to keep a nice social distance from anything that wants to murder you through its anus fair fair <laughs> i think I mean, that, that's something I think, we've all had to deal with i think that's non-controversial <laughs> uh, but you know but yeah, no, it, he says, like, what kind of people are down here? Thieves, criminals, just general deadbeats. So, you know. One time, a baker. Yeah. But they, they try to... <laughs> yeah, what? They don't explain that. Just a baker. A baker. Really bad... That's a bad bake, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is oh. so bad, we're going to throw you into the pit. Can you imagine Great British Bake Off where, like, oh... <laughs> This is so bad. You're it's a star a baker. Yeah. You're a star baker, and you're thrown into the the pit of the beast. <laughs> oh. That's what you get for a soggy bottom. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Ah, ah. Uh, uh, back. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> We're so sorry we've done this. <laughs> but anyway. But, you know. So, oh, there's... You know, saying like, so is that the only exit through, you know, through past the beast or whatever? But that in the secret back door that I have. Mm. So he does, you know. And also, I mean, I they, don't, sort of, they don't press him on that at all. No, I just sort of assumed that secret back door led to like where he slept. <laughs> that would be, that would make sense. But, you know. Yeah, yeah I guess so- technically, does he have to be here 24-7 with his beasts? Because that would be an uncomfortable job. I feel like he. I feel like he feels like he has to because he spent all that money on that degree, though. Yeah. I mean that. That's really uh, it. Like, if you paid, if you paid half a million dollars to get into some club, you're definitely not. You're definitely going there. You know. That's true. Yeah, and it sounds. It sounds like from from like everything he, all the context here, that there is one total job where you could do this. <laughs> so if anyone else is in his degree program, yeah, they're all like- after his job. Yeah, there aren't that many Zelnos around, it sounds, either. So, it's hella niche. Yeah, they just built this thing around the Zelnos? Yeah. Yeah, I have Ooh. I have some stuff that later on that I'm going to talk about this, because that was a big <laughs> glaring thing for my Ion Cannon, but, you know. Yeah. Anyways. But, like, yeah, he says he's, like, considered, sort of, like, leaving, but he thinks people would make fun of his feet. Yeah. Just... Yeah, he's- Insecurity it prevents him yeah. from. Yeah, he says, "I'm ugly. I have giant feet. If I go into the sun, I'll probably die." <laughs> oh, 
It's just oh oh, poor you know. dude. I um, guess he's been out just for that long. Oh, he's getting he's getting clothes off corpses. I mean, yeah. Why is he still there? Again, he has a back door out. He's just uh, he can leave. He he's there willingly. There willingly. Yeah. yeah. Just like I want to spend time with this beast. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Oh, okay. I guess. <laughs> I mean, maybe he's got the latest floppy golf on we just don't know <laughs> it's like i just got this new game we, we got <laughs> forever yeah yeah mm-hmm. i have i have raids constantly i really gotta get on. just saying <laughs> world of spacecraft yeah <laughs> yeah got a got a 40 man zelnos raid coming up so yeah <laughs> zelnos every, every night <laughs> but you know Zelda's does sound like a World of Warcraft, like ancient horror. Yeah. Zelda's. I wonder. I always. It's always hilarious to me when people come up with when you know when they're coming up with like uh, sci-fi stuff, sci-fi sounding mm. names. Oh yeah. Um, because it's just like who cares? Because it could just be anything. <laughs> you know I mean, I, I think Rick and Morty is a really good example of this. Oh yeah. Like they they clearly do not give a shit about the naming yes. of anything because it's just like, like it does not matter who cares you know but like ah, just upend a scrabble bag and take what letters come out first yeah exactly exactly <laughs> but add more x's and c's first mm. for sure yeah mm. they they confirmed that um that zix is because of the zizix past right is it i don't yeah. remember oh no well they haven't told us I'm just gonna believe that's, you. That was because because if you live in California and you drive to Vegas, you mm-hmm. pass like a bunch of signs in the middle of the desert through Zizix, which is Z Z Y Z X, and that's what that's what I always thought Mission of Zix came from was like oh. this weird and I don't know maybe it's just because when I drive by I'm always like that looks a lot like it. There's like Zizix Road. Um, I don't know. Uh, that, yeah, that, that that was my that's my theory. That's interesting. I don't know if that's I, the I, case. I sort of assumed that like it was based on some kind of like hilarious joke to be like, how do we optimize it so people can find it? How do we de-optimize it so nobody can find it? Like put it as the Z so it's last on the list. Yeah. <laughs> Make it unspellable. Is it possible we've done like six or seven episodes with cast members and never once asked them where the name Zix came from? Holy shit, we did. <laughs> how the Hey, put that uh, on the list. I'm just saying, oh, Jesus. put it on the list. <laughs> yeah, this is gonna, you know, we're gonna get Mushan to fess, fess up mm. on this whole thing. <laughs> yeah, thanks for showing us up, Freddy. Jesus. Just saying. <laughs> wow. And we call anyway. ourselves a fan cast. <laughs> And you call yourselves a fan cast. <laughs> but, anyways. The, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, Tiny Criminal drops in. Gets eaten. Tragic. Yep. yep. But also just <laughs> like, I'm gonna eaten. fight and hate everything. Stabs Dar. Dar's like, oh. Just tiny. impervious. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a, that's such a good, yeah. That, again, another good detail. <laughs> Mm. Also, did you see the way its anus just puckered and sucked Ugh. that little criminal right up? Uh. Yeah, Ali enjoyed describing that too much. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> darn nasty, darn nasty. <laughs> but you yeah, know. they they get on with Schmorby, and then it turns out the beast has a dance of acceptance. 
Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, first they invite him. They, they are like, hey, what do you do on the weekends? He's like, I like to read. And they basically Ooh. induct him into the book club. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but, they didn't invite Nermit, but they invite this guy. <laughs> yeah, he's not on the ship. <laughs> this is <laughs> purposeful. Well, that's, 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 that's that Nermit hate that they have. Yeah. Yeah. They're just harsh, like... man. <laughs> oh god. But you know, like that <laughs> it's Plek is like, hey, have you thought of a career change? Because, <laughs> you know, you seem pretty okay. Yeah, he's super talented. But yeah, then then, you know, before he could answer, the dance of acceptance. Which yeah. I don't know what that looks like either. I was just sort of picturing it sort of like, you know, hopping around from foot to foot and like going in a little little circle. <laughs> Can you imagine it just like fucking tap dancing or something like that? Like this, no. like <laughs> this weird beast being like, it's like, what the fuck is it doing? There is something about this show and tap. <laughs> yeah, but like, that's the thing. Like, would it be more terrifying if like this this ancient dimensional beast like rears up? And it's like instead of like roaring, it just starts fucking tap dancing. Would you just lose your fucking mind <laughs> be like i have i did i just die and it just i think it would stun you more than anything that's true anyways yeah but yeah obviously this you know dance of acceptance rushes to plex head because he's like he tries to go over and talk to it yeah he's like mighty zelnas i am but it is like oh please don't what are you what are you oh. doing <laughs> stop please stop that <laughs> this wood saber is not an instrument of war <laughs> but peace he just like Schmorby specifically <laughs> says, "No, you can't do that. He'll die." And Plek carries on. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like, what did you do? To yeah, the he calls him. Yeah, he calls him out. Yeah, he calls him out early. Yeah. yeah. He's like, "Hey, you'll, you'll die. Come, uh, come on." But also, Why the fact would you that, do that? The fact that Plek kills it, like that's the thing. It has to be friendly to Plek before he kills it, because otherwise, yes, agreed. If without that moment, Plek is a f- hero. <laughs> Which we cannot have. No, of course not. There's no way. Yeah, it's and it's like all of his victories are totally accidental, right? Like they mm, have to be. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Like we accidentally completed the mission. It's like, well, okay. <laughs> or like, well, we did it, but everything's on fire. Yeah, that sounds about right. This is fine. Even the, even the one, you know, even the ones where they're like, well, that was sort of technically a success, but not in any way the way you expected. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you know, <laughs> they don't. They are not really used to that. But you know, also they they goof it regardless. So you know, yeah, nonstop. I mean, yep. that's I think again the dynamic that that works here. And they, and again, I think it's fun that they explored this finally in the latest season. Is that like what is the point of Plek? And Aww. you realize it's it's more about it's more about for the teammates than it is for anything else. You know? Exactly. Oh yeah. 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 Like, everyone actually does the stuff, but, like, you know. Plek is the glue. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everyone's got to feel better than someone. <laughs> oh, no, you're right. <laughs> which is why, I guess why, like, in season four, like, Dark, Dark kind of falls apart without Plek. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, you know, being, like, it, it, Plek somehow, like, shitting on Plek builds everyone else's confidence, as weird as that sounds. Yeah. Like, Who do you well, think is the top of the heap socially then? Yeah, like Ooh. it's as like, long as we're C-53? not that guy, you know. Yeah, I would say C fifty three because like he is a protocol. I think it's ba- I think it's Bargy. Oh, that's true. Because I think that, hmm. like in terms of she, I mean, like objectively, she has the most 
shit going on that like in a bad way but true i think she absolutely is superior to like right like in terms of just even just the dynamic of she drops them off wherever like why did you drop us off in the first episode of the new season right it's like she just does whatever the hell she wants and they there's no not, nobody can tell her to basically do anything for the most part yeah she it's definitely thinks just she's like begrudging she definitely thinks she definitely thinks that she's better than everybody else and mm. acts that way right like yeah, i think right. it's bargy i i, I put bargy at the I top of the heap i, I yeah like see, I, mean, I think c53 doesn't care like he's not he's sure. just there to do a job right in, in yeah. his mind he's just there to do a job and he's kind of like punching in and clocking in but yeah, yeah. i think i think everyone kind of defers to bargy because she's she knows that she's that's how they get there so she can kind of lord it over them a bit that's true. that does make sense that's true. I mean, when Bargy, like, at the end of season two, Bargy's just like, I'm famous, peace! <laughs> like, yep. literally, that's just like, she. yeah, she's just like, alright, see you, suckers. I got what I want. Really, really know what Bargy is up to whilst these missions happen. Because, like, the button at the end of season three, where she's like, this is what you guys do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that is the ultimate cool guy move, right? Like, the ultimate yes. cool person move is to not give a shit. Yeah. And the point is, because she doesn't even she doesn't even she's barely cognizant of what they're doing. Therefore, she's like a level beyond them. She has her whole career that she's trying to do and everything. Yeah, yeah, no, like she just. Which also, is why like, I think her and Bino get along so well yeah. because That's both true. of them because both of them are like whatever. Like we're just here, you know, living our best lives. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If Barge's like, hey, you need to do this on the ship, you know, like. Everyone else has to just do it, you know? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. And then I guess the question is then, the, which is why I think that the that the the AJ edition, where it really solidified for me, was when you're like, oh, AJ is definitely way cooler than Plek, but he's willingly putting himself under Plek, which is the, the lowest yes. guy on the totem pole, which is, I think, where, <laughs> yeah. the, where the humor comes from there. I know. Everyone's just like, they, they could just at any point just be like, hey, AJ, uh, get the ball or something like that. And he will do it. But like, I mean, he's basically right. He's basically a dog. Yeah. Yeah. He does have the zoomies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's really like, good. I don't know. It's it's so goddamn funny. Like, there's something like uh, there's in the seasons three and four. They've got also gotten a lot of like parenting sub themes and straight Unsurprisingly, up Unsurprisingly, yes. But like, you know, because yeah, two of the cast members had kids, you know, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it's going to reflect real life a little bit, right? Yeah. Yeah. But um, I was going to say that even with like Plek and AJ, like it's just like, well, you got to take care, you know, <laughs> let's just teach him what, you know. Mm. He, he's he's a toddler, basically. Like, yep. Also, yep. like, doesn't know what the fuck the world is. He's just been like trained and sort of figuring out any amount of nuance or, you know. He's he was born to be cannon fodder so yeah so you know <laughs> yeah yeah speaking of mujan i love how she immediately jumped on making it that the the thief was still alive after the zelnos dies and just pops out yeah i'm free <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but shmorby is devastated <laughs> Oh, you just erased 15 years and 450,000 croon. Who's going to pay that back? <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> They're just like, well, can you do anything else? You can come with us? <laughs> I guess. And then after, like, you know, listing all the things he's done. Oh, Plex trying out, to relate. 
Yeah. Plek- oh, oh, God. No. Plek is like, I've also lost somebody. Because uh... um, this one time... Uh... <laughs> You're taking too long. <laughs> Say something now. <laughs> <laughs> Just call it Plek out on this. Oh, jeez. But, you know, it's he's... He's like, oh, what else can you do? Oh, I know a lot about typewriters. 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 <laughs> this is such a dumb joke, and I love it. <laughs> I <know. laughs> they, yeah, they definitely lean heavily on the on the puns, yeah. like the you know, like it's not a typewriter; it's a typewriter. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. a tie fighter, you know, like that. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Immediately having to invent, like, oh, what is this, and what is it used for? Like, uh, it's a mail ship. Paper thin. Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Also, I do want to point out, mail. They're using so much paper. Like, there's physical mail still being sent around. <laughs> we know this paper is the future. <laughs> I know, but, like, they invented spaceships specifically for mail. It can't I be can't. hacked, Brandon. <laughs> you can steal... Oh, God. <laughs> Any fucking way. <laughs> God damn it. So anyways. No, I think that it's the blend no, the blend of like technologies is the best part about all this. Is because they can it's it, right like cuz if it's everything was too out in the future kind of stuff, it's just oh, it's just not relatable. Very true. Yeah. Well, that's one of the things that Shane does with his sound design is recording physical objects that you can immediately connect with, like, you know, the sound that's of cassettes that's like, ejecting. That's like the, yeah, that's mm. I mean that's the old that's the Star Wars Ben Burt like mm. secret was everything was organic and based in real life stuff. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But um So yeah, Shorby <laughs> considers coming, but he has to bring the body of the Zelnos. Oh yeah. He's like, <sighs> Oh, I just want to be a shoe model. They're like, that's not so crazy, but sure, come with us or you know. We'll have to get rid of some of our, get rid of some of your stuff to, you know, bring the corpse on board. Why? Why, yeah. why can we not just bury it? Why does the body have to come? But Dar is immediately just like, yeah. Why don't you just get on that typewriter that I know you have in the back mm. and just start <laughs> modeling those shoes to be like, we don't want you with us anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's how you get into the industry. Just go to a shoe store and just start. Look, showing people shoes. Uh, freelance. Yep. <laughs> freelance. Yep. 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 That's what happens. You go and you walk around in shoes, and hopefully it happens. Yep. And uh, another tiny criminal falls in and uh, <laughs> tries to stab C unsuccessfully. Oh, true. But oh, I but just it... I need to put Dar on blast quite quickly. Sorry, Ali, for <laughs> shoehorning in the happy feet pun. Shoehorning. Oh God. Oh no! I have a shoehorn. <laughs> I have two shoehorns. I keep on my door, and it's a source of endless amusement to me to offer everybody who comes by to be like, "Hey, just go ahead and uh, do you need the shoehorn?" And nobody ever takes me up on it. It's weird. That's crazy. Huh. I mean, look, that's that's a solid bit. You're being so courteous, and they are so rude. <laughs> what well, you're just shoehorning in the shoehorn. <sighs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Why don't you spend the rest of your time with happy feet? Ugh. Ah. There's puns, and but, then there's just dad jokes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> mm. You know, but 
instead of stabbing, why don't you take a look at these shoes? Huh. Huh. Hmm. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Crime is bad. <laughs> crime is bad. Oh, snap. <laughs> like any, you know. Uh, so that, you know, at the first, I don't know. This is, what is their criminal justice system? I guess it's the pit. Yep. So yep. even if uh, criminals were formed, you know, probably not. Just yep. right back in the pit. Yep. Also, yep. wait, have they destroyed their criminal justice system? Hmm. <sighs> mm. Yeah, it's, it's not addressed, but somehow they get out of the pit. <laughs> yep, they get out of the pit. Yep. Back door uh, or something, who knows. Yep, and they're, they're talking to the, the Kula again. Yes, nobody has defeated the Zelnas in single combat, and because yeah. they they figured out his allergy to wood. <laughs> Fucking come on! Oh, I see what happened here. <laughs> I mean, I, uh, it it's so bizarre. It's failing upwards. I'm impressed, even though my beekeeper is now a shoe model. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, again, that's the that I think this is probably one of the better episodes with regards to just seeing them kind of yes and each other. Yeah, just go with all the zany <laughs> stuff that Moynihan throws at them. Oh yeah, um, that yeah. So to me, actually, this episode does stand out in that regard. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. Pops. I, I I also admire the restraint that they have, like um, especially like Bujan and uh, Winston. And Seth, and Seth also, but like to not be in a scene completely because it's just like what's going on is too fucking funny. Mm. Like Definitely, not jumping yeah. in. Yeah. Like I, I always say, like you know, I I have to stop the impulse to just like wait. If I was like a Clint, I would have just been like, let's put a Clint in this scene because it's fucking great. Yeah. Why not throw a Clint into the pit to fight the beast or something? But see, this is why they're so good because they know when too much is too much. You know, you know, you gotta yeah. know when you know to stop icing the cake. <laughs> That's, That's fair. true. Mm. But yeah. uh, he's like, "Oh yes, yeah, so we'll join the rebellion as a gift. I'll give you this Federated Alliance koozie given to me by a weakling." He <laughs> 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 re-gifts the fucking koozie. That is such a good callback. I know it's so great. Yeah. Yeah, and he's all ready to sort of like you know join and like have this new purpose because he's been so sad because his daughter's gone missing. And then Bargy immediately flies down. Is like, I feel bad for what happened to your Kula. <laughs> this seems out of character for Bargy, quite honestly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why Bargy all of a sudden has a change of heart. Like, surely mu- it must have been <laughs> Bino must have said something to her. Honestly, and also they didn't call Bargy like. No. Bertie just came. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I can't imagine Bino just whispering like, don't you feel guilty for all the things you've done? Oh my goodness. <laughs> I mean, Bino is a fucking weird cosmic, like, uh, Tricks something. the god. Mm, yeah. 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 So, like, why wouldn't he be just, like, madness whispering in Bertie's ear the entire time? Yeah. <laughs> Bino, love confession. <laughs> Makes for well, great just... TV. TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, the B- no Bino and them and Bino and Bargy having like the little show and it's just oh. insane is like my favorite. Yes. It's like my favorite thing. Oh god. But, like, you know the, the shows within this show. I I just love it. Like you know, cube to cube, Bino and Bargy. It's uh, so good. But Bargy spills the beans. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
grunty guard sees them. <laughs> but they just run off. Honestly, less grunts, you're making us look bad. <laughs> I love how they address that. It's just like, guys, we gotta work on the grunting. <laughs> mm. And then, mm. an ad. Mm. Yes, for Squarespace. I also, again, I love the canon of these ads. Oh, they're in-universe stuff. That that was yeah. also one thing that when we looked at, when we were looking at stuff, we're like, oh, 100%, you guys. That was like one of the things I remember st- mentioning to some of my co-hosts was like, them doing in-universe kind of versions mm. of it yeah. is far and away. It's more. It makes me more likely to listen to it. Exactly. For, for one. Oh, like, hell yeah. I, I, the They're moment the podcast spoilers. just switches, yeah. The moment the podcast switches, and it's like, oh, great, it's an ad, right? Like, but this is this is the only one, honestly, one of the only podcasts where I'm like, oh, I want to listen to this. They're doing a fun little thing here, and there, there's a little, yeah. yeah, it's tying into the universe, which is such an obvious thing. But they yeah. slip but, in like crucial bits yeah. of exposition sometimes as well. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> it's so sneaky. I love it. Yeah, and it's, this is the head Tony board off. Yeah. Who is then removed also, love- from favorites. <laughs> yes, removed from favorites. <laughs> you know, just, just you know, be like, we know this is an ad, but you know. Yeah. Squarespace. There you go. But we're back to the ship. Yeah. yeah. And everyone's Plex- ready to start talking about it. Nearly. Plex nearly finished. Yep. And they're like, oh, we got to call Nermit. But uh, Rolfus shows up. Yeah. <laughs> Nermit's he's just very the- annoyed. Yeah, he's got personal leave somehow. <laughs> Yep. And they report that they're oversharing, maybe possibly messed up the mission. Oh, this, <laughs> this crew oversharing? Really? <laughs> <laughs> Who knew yeah, that? Exactly. Also, he says something. Who knew the ship talking was a bad thing, huh? <laughs> Which I'm like, is that a shipist? I don't know. <laughs> that's bargiest. He knows bargy. Yeah, that's the thing. Ships talk in this universe. Yeah. Most, Some of them? Some of them, at least. Mm, at least yeah. all the ones in Hollywood. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So, you know. Huh. Yeah. See, now you're making me wonder what, what size of ship qualifies having a, a talking AI. I mean... <laughs> I feel like all of them. Like, I, I mean, feel like once you get AI, you just put it into everything. Yeah. I mean, I hell, like we have... Enough, we, everyone's throwing Google Home. Like, we had Siri once, and now we got, like, listening devices in all our houses, so... True. Yeah, it might be the nature of our technology. It might just be the kind of thing where just like you specifically have to buy ones without AI if you really want to, you know. Mm. It's just easier that way. That's true. It's just like, oh, I do not want my ship having a film career, so I'm just going to do one (laughs) non-AI one. Manual only. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's probably like enthusiasts being like, nah, man, you gotta you gotta drive manual. Yeah, if it doesn't have stick, what are you even doing? And by stick, I mean data stick that you plug in to tell you where <laughs> things go. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Terrible joke. All right. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, you know. They invite like, hey, Rolfus wanna... to join the book club. Yeah. They are Again! Inviting f- every... I, I'm honestly surprised they don't invite the f***ing Kula to the book club. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, why don't you put down your warlike ways and read this book? <laughs> if anyone needs it, it's them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nermit shows up. Yeah, they were just wondering where he was, and then suddenly, there he is. A, a typewriter just arrived in my back, Barchi says. Yes, I can sense that's n- Norman? Nor- no, mm. Nor- <laughs> is it Gorch? So, uh, Gorch is here. Joke. Yeah. <laughs> Gorch shows up, yeah. and, uh, 
Bargy's audiobook is playing. I love that little detail that, yeah. that Shane puts like Bargy reading the audiobook in the like in, <laughs> in the background. Yes. <laughs> that I just imagine he's just like basically like cut like curdled up in the like fetal position and like just like with headphones and an iPod, like Yep. Be like, I'm flying through the cold vacuum of space, but you know. Yeah. He came there to a book club which is both irresponsible and adorable. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I take that personally and thank you <laughs> yes <laughs> so they're all gonna open a bottle of Lacarian brandy yeah and they'll finish it up in like five to ten minutes but then Uh-oh. Bino read the book no Bino no Bino, Bino no spoilers <laughs> stop shrugging your skinny little shoulders like that Bino which I want to point out Bino has skinny little shoulders it's established right now this is true yeah <laughs> yep they both die. Bino! <laughs> Little shit. Bar- Bar- Isn't, that how, with... Isn't that how yeah. Fallen the Stars ends? One of them I'm... dies. Did one of them dies? Yeah. Spoilers, Becca. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, sorry. Both. I haven't read it. I haven't Anyways. read it. Nah. Anyways, the Barger ends with, yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Oh yeah. god! Yeah. So the, 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 the mm, go ahead. I was just gonna say the the blooper. Were you, were you gonna talk about the credits? Yes, I was. Oh, okay. You first. Oh no, no. After oh. the credits is what I meant. What? But yeah, no. Like instead of staff, it's just the <laughs> huh, what, huh, what, huh. But yeah, I like how the the blooper was Moynihan mis <laughs> misunderstanding what happened. <laughs> oh yeah, crime is bad. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. I shot too far. Like, no, 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 you, still, you were right. You still go with it. Like, nope, it seemed to work. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, that was an episode. That was an episode. It was uh, good. Oh, yeah. It was an episode. Mm. Becky, you want to get into the lore real quick and then yeah. I'll, I'll shoot an eye on Canon out here? Because. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay, lore. So, uh, yep. Yeah, Baji read audiobooks a few years ago to earn some croon. Um, YA books exist and also instruct AIs on how to show and feel compassion. Uh, Plek meditates on the space. Uh, higher education exists where you can earn a degree. Some of them take 15 years of school to learn. Uh, you can become a Zelnos keeper, which will cost you 450,000 croons. Uh, there is a type of a huge beast called a Zelnos that eats creatures and droids through the anus before regurgitating through the mouth. <laughs> uh, the Zelnos has a dance of acceptance and some of them have wood allergies. Uh, there is a type of very small paper thin ship called a tie. Leth- lethal, lethal, lethal. Oh, lethal! Wood sorry, allergies. lethal wood allergy. <laughs> thank you. Yes, thank you. They don't just <laughs> get the sniffles. <laughs> Immediate death. <laughs> uh, a paper thin ship called a tie priter that carries letters in a quick fashion. Uh, there are a people called the Gortars who use a money system created by Schmorby. Uh, Flirp was briefly at the service of the rebellion, but presumably not anymore. Uh, Bardi's docking bay is in her back. Uh, there is a type of brandy uh, called uh, Flicarian. Uh, Dar is impervious to being stabbed by tiny knives because it tickles. Uh, C is also resistant to being stabbed with tiny knives. Oysters exist. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. And Bino has tiny little shoulders. 
so my ion, I, I had some trouble with the ion cannon here because I was like, the Zelnaz is definitely a weird gaping hole because they're like, it just appeared. There's one of them. Mm. They built the thing around it. No one ever transported it there. So either, either it is a dimensional horror that just appeared within the planet. <laughs> mm-hmm. And if it's an emissary from another dimension that was just like, the reason why it bonded to Plek is because it was like drawn to his, his use of the space. Because <laughs> mm, it's uh-huh. sort of an extra-dimensional power mm. that, like, it, it sort of like is supposed to like collapse and expand space. I guess mm. that seems to be what the more effective like Zemas do. Yeah. So I thought like maybe the Zelnaz. So like maybe like when Plek kills it, it's like removes the corruption it was having in this universe. And so like if they're thrown into another dimension by the All Wheat, maybe it's the thing that saves them. Yeah. And also I do, and also the way I wrote Zelnaz was X-E-L-N-O-Z, and I thought that was just like, you rearrange the letters and it's XL zone. <laughs> I don't know why that was, that dro- called out to me. Uh, or that uh, basically they find out, oh yeah, no, this this wasn't just one, and Shimorbi found the planet where all the Zelnazes are from, and they have him create a Zelnaz army for them. Oh, dang. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yes. So I thought those were possible future explorations. The scenes I wanted to see were much less dramatic. I just would have liked to have seen either what Bargy and Bino were up to, or I would have liked to have heard more of Bargy's audiobook. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Bargy reading an audiobook of The, the Star's Fault. That'd be oh, yeah. so fucking good. Is there okay. a, a scene you would have liked to have seen, or something you would have wished they'd explored, Freddy? Yeah, no, it's the audiobook. Yeah. I just want more of that kind of like I would love to hear Well because like right, like the always the implication is like she never does one off anything. It's always like she has it's always like she's an actor and she's done a bunch of movies. So it's like, well, what are the other audiobooks that she's done? Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like this just and it's all this it's all the implication of like this is the stuff she's doing on the side, like the real work that, oh, yeah. that it's you know what I mean? Like it's so good that she's like this is like for her being the ship for this crew is just like a whatever yeah. like side gig it's like, side yeah. Muscle, yeah. <laughs> i'm just realizing uh, so I, I just want more i just the more bargy side hustles that you know what i mean like the yes. better in my opinion i've just realized they've mentioned before that bargy has written a quote powerfully erotic autobiography <laughs> yes that is something i keep saying that i'm gonna just like fan write or something <laughs> but i honestly don't even know how to start like but like now i'm realizing the, yeah she read that as an audiobook, didn't she? Holy shit. <laughs> I need this to be for next year's Max von Dona, please. <laughs> Holy shit, yes. I will upgrade to whatever tier it needs to be to get that. <laughs> I feel... <laughs> that is the $69 a month tier. Yeah. And, uh, no. <laughs> nice. But anyways. <laughs> what if that was the tier that let you unlock a bunch of NSFW Max oh, von Dona? No. Oh no. <laughs> It's a secret tier. Somebody would need Twitter sells. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. Uh, let's finish this off with uh, our uh, fresh and whack for this episode. Yeah. So uh, I'll start. Uh, my fresh was the grunting bit. That really got to me. <laughs> nice. Just them calling out to be like, oh, 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 guys, oh, <laughs> guys. And uh, the other one? Oh, no, I was going to say, oh, okay. I thought we were all going to fresh. Oh, oh okay, I see, I see, I'm, I see, sorry, I see. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, I'll go, I'll go. 
Yes. Uh, the little little tiny stabs is was like <laughs> that my was favorite. Great. Like my favorite thing of, of just because it's like again it's a scale joke that only works in audio, right? Because if you saw it, you it, the joke would be given away the moment you saw it. Exactly. But the fact yeah. that you're like, oh, here's the guy, and then it's just like, ah, here's the reveal. It's like, mm, oh, adorable. Primo, 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 primo. Perfect, primo. Perfect. Yeah. Honestly, my fresh was never being both irresponsible and adorable. <laughs> that was so sweet. You finally go to the book club. <laughs> my my whack was the mere mention of student loans. Oh, <laughs> just ooh. I'm still paying off mine. <laughs> oh yeah, good God. <sighs> We're all. Uh, I graduated in 2007. <laughs> Holy <Jesus>. shit. <laughs> we all got stuff. Yeah, yeah. Anyways. Uh, Freddie, what was your whack? Uh, oh, my whack was uh, spoiling the ending <gasps> of the... Of, oh. <laughs> no, I'm Pino. I, de- I definitely felt like it spoiled the ending of Fault in Our Stars. I was like, as you, as you, as you could hear, I was like, did they both die? Yeah. Uh, did they just spoil the actual <laughs> book they're referencing? <laughs> Come on. So what you're really mad at is Becca clarifying the actual spoiler. Yeah, if you didn't tell me. <laughs> oh, no. Shit. I plucked up. My whack was the beast consuming through the anus because that was horrifying oh Ugh. yeah <laughs> that's up there that, yeah Ugh. yeah that was some mental imagery i could have done without <laughs> anyways <Yeah. laughs> all right so uh let's let's get to some uh plugs so yes. freddie i know you have a billion things so uh what would you you could plug all uh, the, of them if the, you want the, mo- the most relevant stuff is we do uh two podcasts one's called story break Woo! also on the maximum fun network Woo! uh with my co-host we try and break a story for a ridiculous movie idea every single week mm-hmm. uh, we're in the middle of a thing what we're doing where we're we took one of the ideas that we broke and we're writing the whole script of it right now so you can explore the back catalog to find like individual things that might tickle your fancy highly recommend why did the chicken cross the road the film Ooh. or flow from progressive <laughs> the film uh <laughs> or alternate uh, or if you want to catch up with what we're doing now we're doing a sh- uh, idea we did called heaven heist and we're yes. writing out it from a script basis so we do a little you know we we, we break the scene and then you can hear the scene uh in the second half of the episode yeah. uh, the other thing we do is a dungeons and dragons podcast called yes. not uh sorry called dungeons and daddies not a bdsm podcast yes. uh, because important. it isn't although it does get there sometimes um <laughs> it's a fun it's a fun podcast about uh four dads from our world who get thrown into the forgotten realms uh the world of fantasy to try and rescue their kids and their dads and they have a minivan and you know what would human dads do in a it's, it's very much an isekai, isekai anime, but uh, in podcast form. So check either of those two out. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, no, honestly, uh, Dozens and Daddies is one of the, I think, I, I three total, like, listenable D&D podcasts that yep. I find. I just Aww. can't. I can't listen to actual play podcasts except, like, that it's Dungeons a t- and Daddies it's a is tough, fucking great. It is a tough genre, I think. Um, we, again, like, as, as I mentioned, the listening preparation for it included Zix, mm. but also every <laughs> single, like pretty much every podcast out there that I've, I think I've listened to at least one episode out of all of them for the most part. A lot of them, not all of them, but like a lot of them. Uh, it's a tough genre. Do? 
Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's a tough genre. Um and but, we're, we're you know, we have fun with it and uh yeah. It's I fantastic. U- I usually try to sell it to people by saying it scratches that Taz balance itch. <laughs> yeah, obviously Taz balance is kind of like it's crazy how you know, I think it's you have you have critical role and you have Taz, which is kind of like the spectrum there. Critical role yeah, being more D and D focused, and people who are really into the mechanics of D and D sort of get into that more. And then Taz being sort of the opposite of that, which is mechanics light. We're definitely on the mechanics light side of it. Yes. Yeah, I I also do like honestly one of my favorite bits from uh, Dungeons and Daddies when you guys set up the experiment to throw a bag of beans oh, from no. the top of the oh, stairs. Early on. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. That part I was just like, fuck yes. Also yeah, getting the, took, uh, the actual stats the of a Honda Odyssey. Yeah, we took the recorder and we because we, we were like, how can we tell how many things will fall out of this thing? We're like, well, we got. I have a stairwell outside my apartment. We can just throw and throw a bag of stuff down there and see what falls out. Yeah, um, yeah, that is. There's a lot. Of, we do a lot of fun with it. We do, you know, we take some cues from Zix's audio design. Mm. Um, and also, we shamelessly steal Zix's spoiler thing at the end of it to get people to listen all the way through. So, yeah. thank you, Mission Zix, for giving us that idea. <laughs> and um, I will say, yeah, Story Break. I've also started listening to. Uh, it's fin- it's phenomenal. I I one of the first ones I listened to was the Jar Jar one, and I'm just destroyed by how well you guys like. Yeah, Jar Jar was a fun one. Uh, yeah, that's the one I tell people yeah, to again. listen to. <laughs> That's the yeah that 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 one pretty much encompasses our whole thing in one in one get go. I'm really happy with how Heaven Heist is turning out, especially this last episode where we put in two motorcycle montages into a single scene, which is oh, hell yes. very ridiculous. How many yeah. animes are you going to fit into Heaven Heist? <laughs> We've got two in there so far. <laughs> you need the ice skating scene. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh yeah! Anyway, yes. So, uh, but yeah. yeah. You can find us on Twitter at ZixFanCast. We're on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash ZixFanCast. Email us, ZixFanCast at gmail.com. Uh, Patreon, patreon.com forward slash JTFA. Uh, Brandon, do we have a bit.ly this week? Uh, if you vamp for a couple of minutes, I, I'll uh, make okay. one. <laughs> I need to learn to ask you about the bit.ly before I start doing the socials. <laughs> Um, thanks to Mission to Zix for allowing us permissions for clips and to let, for letting us do this great show. Uh, Freddie, thank you so much for coming on. It's been a delight. Yeah, absolutely. If you want to come back on anytime, you're very welcome. <laughs> okay, will do. Uh, um, so yes, uh, I do have a bit.ly link yes. for this episode. It's bit.ly slash it's the star's fault, just all letters. Nice, 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 nice. Um, and also, I do want to point out we have um, a Discord server, uh, mm. bit.ly slash zyxxcord, so the Zixcord. Yes. So uh, I also have a tabletop RPG about you space do. mercenaries. Yes. Uh, it's called Phase Shift, and it's available at uh, robots.church. And it has some so, very nice uh, art in it, if I do say so myself. <laughs> oh, yeah, you've done some of the art for it. It's yes, amazing. And yeah, I think that's pretty much. I think we've got it. Yeah, that was an I think episode. We've pretty much covered everything. Yeah, cool. right. certainly was an episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you again, Freddie. Yeah, absolutely. It was a lot of fun. Cool. All, All right. right. All right. All right. And uh, toot 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 toot. <laughs> toot toot toot.